no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white. And I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head. And uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Artake Podcast, episode 107. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the Artake Pod, and of course at theartakepodcast.com where you can watch all these episodes now. Uh, I want to start things off with some bad news. Okay. Lady Gaga's dogs have been returned to her. So if you were counting on that $500,000 reward... <laughs> For all your financial woes, like I was. Did somebody collect it? I don't. I don't know. It's. Uh, were they just like dropped off at a fire station? Like a. Well, if you had them, you'd return them. Like, even if you were the one that shot the guy, you'd still be like, "No, I didn't. I didn't do that, man. Yeah. I. I just. I found him running right. around. It's like ransom, like the yeah. movie Ransom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what happened. Oh, so someone, a dog walker, because you know celebrities are too lazy to walk their own dogs. Because they're so busy. Um, the paparazzos, man. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> somebody shot her dog walker and stole two of the dogs. That's bananas. Yeah, I mean, Did they, didn't, die? they didn't kill the guy, and he's going to be all right. But uh, Did they know they were her dogs? I don't know. I don't, I don't know that it has said that anywhere. But she offered a $500,000 reward, no, no questions asked, which <laughs> to me is like, well, you may not ask any questions, but the police are going <laughs> to... I bet you... And the dog walker might have some questions, too. This was this was a ransom. That was part of the deal. Probably. She was contacted, said, give me $500,000 and give you dogs back, but here's how you're going to do it. You're going to say, reward, no questions asked. Uh, it's the perfect crime. I guess. I mean, you yeah. didn't really have to shoot the guy. You probably could have just taken the dogs. Yeah, I could have just tased him. Right. You yeah. Know, or, or chloroformed him or something. Yeah. Chloroform. Anyway. This day in history? Yeah, it is uh, January. No, it's not. It's February 27th. Yeah, we've been gone a minute because of COVID scares and yeah. whatnot. 2021, February 27th. On this day in history, though, in 1933, Germany's parliament building is set in fuego. That sounds delicious. Yeah, set on fire. An <laughs> arson attack on the Reichstag building, home of German parliament. On Monday... February 27th, 1933. Four weeks after, Adolf Hitler was sworn in as chancellor. Adolf? Is that... Yeah. Is that... That's how I say it. (laughs) In Berlin, uh, Hitler's government stated that Marinus van der Lubbe, a Dutch council communist, was the culprit. Inventor of the uh, (laughs) Astroglide. Right. Uh, Let's see. The Nazi party used the fire as a pretext to claim that communists were plotting against the German, German government, even though Mr. Lube actually uh, uh, just did it by himself. Kind of like they tried to do here when they were like, no, it was Antifa disguised yeah, it, as... It just... Every episode uh, is just more and more eerily similar to the circle of evil. It's just... I know. It's just right there. Yeah, you, this... Got security up till uh, March fourth because that's the second coming of Jesus or Trump. <laughs> He's still there, right? 
He's still there, according to Q. Uh, but uh, except, no, uh, except no, that he, he, he's making his second coming on the fifth or fourth. Okay, but he put up a wall around uh, the White House. Uh, there's like there's a wall around the White House now. Yeah, of course. There hasn't hasn't always been. Well, Biden was like, <laughs> no, Biden didn't. Trump did. Oh, when Black Lives Matter was protesting. They put up a big wall, like a 10-foot wall. Oh, really? You used to be able to go right up to the, well, not right up, but, you know, this the yeah. black gate. Like the... Well. Yeah. I don't know, then. Maybe I he... hope they take it down. But now they're talking about putting a well, big fence around the Capitol. I mean, our 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 senator, uh, our favorite senator here... Michael Lee? Mike Lee gave a big, resounding, tear-down-this-wall speech the other day in regards to all the structures that are still up from the inauguration because they're keeping them up till after, you know, Q's second coming theory. Yeah, uh, yeah, when you're seeing the chatter. Which, which makes me wonder like why does Mike Lee want them to come down? Like he's Q. Yeah. yeah it's like he's <laughs> he's Q. Have you seen so CPAC's going on right now? Yeah. They're golden idols of Trump? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen this? Yeah. It is a it's a calf. It's basically a golden calf. <laughs> yeah. Like it, these people, they may man. as well be Israelites in the uh, desert. Well, you know these people don't know much about Jewish history, so um, it's also Christian history. Is the funny thing? Well, like, yeah, <laughs> it's right there. It's in the Old Testament. <laughs> They're a little fuzzy on the Old Testament. They, Literally, they the new. We got to find a picture of it. It's just, I mean, I'm sure you people have seen it, but Trump. It's not very flattering of Trump golden <laughs> statue. Let's see here. If it wasn't gold, I'd think they were mocking him. <laughs> right, I did see some comments on TikTok. Like, how do you know this isn't a gag? Because uh, no one would go to these lengths to make it look even remotely good. But here you go. There's the golden statue. He's got uh, looks like a Mario Kart character. He's got like Apollo Creed trunks on. <laughs> he's got a magic wand, like a Glinda, the Good Witch of the North. Magic wand and a <laughs> what? The hell? <laughs> and then a, a, a constitution. This has to be. This has to be a Borat, right? This has to be some kind of a Borat. Freaking Sasha's gonna come busting out of that. I know. Like, <laughs> how is this not some kind of a Borat? Right. I don't, I don't know. The, the magic wand, wand. The wand is what really is like. Is that Q thing? Is that how he's gonna do his second coming? I don't know. I was. I mean, they showed. I saw these videos of them wheeling it in, and I was like, please tip over. That would be. <laughs> it'd just be well, so. I'm sure, great. it's full of chocolate. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The the uh it's weird, man. It's weird. I mean, we've said that all along though. The flags, the the, well, the decorations. Well, is a weird event. You also had That's true. What's his Josh Hawley? Is that his uh Dude, Ted Cruz. Did you see his stand-up comedian? No. His stand-up act? I just heard Josh Hawley say, "I uh I contested the results on on January 6th. You might remember that." And everyone was laughing like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah that was Americans, hilarious. Americans died and storming <laughs> of the Capitol, yeah. unprecedented attack on our our democracy. But that's hilarious, Josh Hawley. Speaking, maybe go f- fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Speaking of Josh Hawley, yeah, I'll come back to Ted in a minute. But I made what I consider a hilarious TikTok video. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it got taken down three yeah, times. A lot of stuff gotten taken down. Lately. Yeah, it's I it was basically. I you know, was using a clip of Josh Hawley and saying that he was masturbating, and he said, that's outrageous. It was really funny. It was. TikTok took it down three times, even after I put beeps in over the word masturbating. Really? Hmm. I mean... I didn't know TikTok was in the pocket of the Republican Party. I mean, some of the shit I've seen on TikTok, yeah. that's pretty loose. Like, yeah. can't say masturbating? I guess that's just like their one... 
maybe they took it down just because it was a picture of Josh Hawley. Maybe we could go that way. Maybe. And and you know claim they were doing the right thing. Maybe. And YouTube got mad at us about the Proud Boys. You know not, Sebastian yeah. Gorka. No, that was that was Facebook and Instagram. Oh, not YouTube. Yeah. And it's not. I don't know. They said that it was too political or something. And then they won't let us post. No, they won't let me do an ad for the writings on the wall because it's too political. Oh, by the way, the writings on the wall. We just released a music video by uh, our band, yeah, Rejected Takeoff. Yeah, yeah. And they won't let you boost it on right, Facebook. Right. It got the ad got rejected because it has it has stock footage of the Capitol and no, the, like, n- no. It's not. The ne- it's just yeah. I guess it's because it's political overtones or. It means someone actually listened to the song. Oh, <laughs> guess they didn't like it. Right. I hope. I hope whoever it was is like, man, I like this jam, but yeah. bang, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you should guys should check out that music video. It was pretty rad. Yeah. Spencer we, produced and we, directed, uh, and we did a pretty good job. I think you did. I mean, no, no, it was everybody. It was, I, I mean, I didn't. Everybody. I didn't really do anything. Speaking of jobs. Yeah. Uh. Well, what you had something about Ted? Yeah, well, CPAC. Yeah, he did. A, he essentially did a stand-up Ted bit. Cruz. He his opening line, I think, was, "I love it here in Orlando. It's not as nice as Cancun." What a dumbass! He got booed by a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he's not fun. He's the guy that you knew growing up, growing up, growing up, growing up, that just tries to fit in with everybody, right? right? And they'll they'll say like if. Uh, if everyone, if, if he notices someone drinks Diet Coke, the next party he'll bring like three cases of Diet Coke, and everyone would be like, Bill, what the hell? Yeah. No one even likes no this. No one likes this. No there one was, likes you. There was one guy here last time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's just that guy who's always never never been able to fit in and just. Yeah. Search for search for his stand-up bit, uh, or set, basically. Was he, it he, as, what he, is this as good as Lindsey Graham's? I doubt it. But from he, <laughs> listen, he did yell. He ended his speech by yelling. In the words of William Wallace, freedom. Yelling it. Freedom! Like, like Ted Cruz was screaming it into like a microphone. Braveheart? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. He made fun of AOC because she says that he almost got Because she's attractive and people want to have relations him. with her, but yeah. people look at Ted Cruz and literally want to vomit? Or I guess, man. How about his uh, his wife's neighbors just totally, <laughs> totally selling her <laughs> out? Just... Because I've you've I've heard many times that most of Congress does not like Ted Cruz as a person, right? So that just leads me to believe that all their friends, quote unquote friends, also don't like right. them as people. Like someone, one of her friends, one of his wife's friends, leaked <laughs> messages that she sent. Oh, that's so funny. And did you hear about the Senate? I I don't condone bullying. I don't know, man. In the locker room, they made memes of. Ted walking with his suitcase towards Bernie with his with the mittens uh-huh. and taped them to the lockers in the Senate <laughs> locker room. Like memes, like all around the locker room. <laughs> Somebody did it. The only people who have access are s- current and former senators. So <laughs> That's awesome. I, I hope it was AOC. It I, probably was. I think it was Bernie. <laughs> who knows, man? It's weird. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, speaking of jobs. Yeah. Uh, I got to do something really cool on Monday this week, last week. What what day is today? <laughs> it's Saturday. Whatever week it was. Uh, I got to go to uh, another building that uh, that we have that has simulators in it. Full-on 
motion simulators. I don't Ooh. know if you've ever seen the big, huge ones yeah. that, that move with you. And like Back to the Future, the ride at Universal Studios, like where it moves to make you feel. Uh, yeah, 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 except for you, your control inputs. It. Yeah, right. and it's just like a regular cockpit, and uh, it was super fun. And uh, How much time did you spend in there? I just did a takeoff and a landing, right so on. like 30 minutes probably. And um, I did I did better than I thought I would. I, I, I landed. Okay. Wouldn't it be cool if you if someone was watching and they're like, you want a job? Yeah, but you know that there'd be like a uh, movie. I mean, there were people with me that were like, "Oh, you're doing pretty good, man." Yeah. I mean, most of my the people know that I I do have a you know a experience not right. flying a jet, but it was eerily it was similar not it eerily, w- but it was similar <laughs> feeling to the small plane, except everything just happens a lot faster. Right, but it'd be, it'd be a cool movie. It's like a meet cute, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Some instructor's walking by, sees the monitor. Yeah, I mean that's all fine and good. It, but it's like, hey, you should join us, and I'm gonna pay for all of it. Right. That's the that's the key <laughs> right. thing. I mean, I've <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I've had plenty of well, not plenty of, but I have had people there. They're like, why don't you just go fly again? Like, I, <laughs> you know how much I get paid here. Right. <laughs> I've always wanted to do like the NASA, like an Apollo simulator. Yeah. Where they were pulling the the lamb out of the. Yeah. That'd be cool. You can do the you can do the Elon Musk one. Does uh, he have a sim online? Yeah, we've talked about it on here. Oh. Uh, he has the SpaceX docking at the ISS, and it's got oh, yeah. it's got all the real controls, and That's it's right. freaking hard. We looked, well, yeah, we looked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah because intense. there's no up or down, and there's so many different. Right, you got a gimbal. Yeah, directions <laughs> you can go. I, it's very confusing. Right, and you'll get into. I only know this because of the movie Apollo 13. You, you mm-hmm. get into gimbal lock, where all your all your planes are at the same. There's no, you can't get out of it. <laughs> Dang. I don't know how it Hopefully works. they've uh, compensated for that. I would think it'd be automated at this point with Elon. Like probably he can take my car from you know my home to work to Mars, to Mars. But <laughs> you, you can't dock to the space station. Like seems easier. Well, I, actually, I, I I don't know that it is. I think they still. I don't know. I I do wonder that kind of stuff because you hear about them flying it by hand. I'm like why? Maybe surely, surely we have the technology to just lock on and take care of it right. itself, right? I mean, we we have airplanes that can land themselves. I, here's and something I've always thought about too. Like, they're always like, you know, trying to get a probe hooked into a a hole, right? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not just send like a cable out and grab on and 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 pull that part in? It'd be less dangerous. I don't know. Wouldn't it? Uh, you you think? Because if you miss. Uh, with the with the traditional way, you can really mess things up. Right. But if you were just to send a, like a, a cable out, like an arm, it does make a lot of sense. And they have an arm on the space station. Although, I think with with no gravity, it I mean it pulls you in, but it's not gonna. You're still gonna have to correct for. It's not gonna. Right. I, yeah. Right. I don't know. But you, you know, just a little a, like a harpoon. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, like you could pull it in. I see what you're saying. So last time on the same subject here, last time we talked a little bit about fly by wire. Yeah. Uh and how uh how most planes don't use cables and pulleys anymore. They use just wires that that give you the uh that transmit a signal. Right. They're not they're not physically doing anything. Right, right. right. And uh it turns out here that the, uh, the history of uh, this goes all the way back to 
1930, uh, when the Soviets were using uh, servos and electrical signals to control whatever this is. Oh, it's a, the, a big plane. In the, the 30s? Yeah. That's cool. But it really it, it started here. Um, the first pure electronic fly-by-wire aircraft with no mechanical or hydraulic backup was the Apollo Lunar Landing Training Vehicle. Dude, that thing's intense. The one that Neil... I'm guessing it's the one that Neil exploded. Yeah. It looks like a... Right. I don't know how... There had to be a better way to simulate that. I don't know. Like, than with jet fuel. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, they could have put it on a wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a cable, you know? Because they got to simulate gravity, like moon gravity. Right. It's tough. It is. Speaking I... of which, have you watched uh, For All Mankind on Apple TV Plus? Oh, no, it, I have heard about it though. I just yeah. don't have Apple TV because of everything else. It, it takes. I love space and I love the moon. I've been watching a space show as well called it, The Expanse. It has Mormons in it. All right, it's weird. <laughs> so from for all mankind, basically takes the Apollo, uh-huh. starts at Apollo time period, right? But then tweaks history for the show, right? Like the Russians land on the moon first, right? In the show, I don't know why, but I've always had a hard time with those. Like there's there's one where Germany wins World War Two. I can't remember what it's called. And I start watching it. I'm like, it's called the end. This isn't what happened. <laughs> this is bullcrap. But it, it leads to like this cool thing where they have a moon base. Right. It's you know. like a, a the space race never stops. Never stops. Is what I right. have been told. It's like so. Yeah. It's cool. I I do want to start watching. I've been watching The Expanse on Amazon Prime, and uh, it's like the 24th century and. The solar system is colonized essentially, and solar system. Yeah, just the solar system. They wow. haven't gone out. They can't. They're they're still below light speed, so it's not like you can really go that far. I mean, but we can only really land, so to speak, on like three other planets, right? Well, Mars Mars is colonized, and then a c- couple of Jupiter's moons are oh, colonized. Right. And so we actually uh, can't even if there even if their gravity was an issue, right? For Jupiter, it's gas. Yeah, no, yeah, it's Jupiter's moons because right. they're actually some of them are relatively habitable. Right, and Venus-ish, Venus, Mercury, one of them is pretty habitable. Venus reminds me of you know the word penis. Yeah, yeah, and on the Matrix when Morpheus takes Neo to the real world mm, in yeah. the skies like torched. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen the Matrix. I know. Yeah, I know. I just haven't. All right. Wait, are you? I just haven't seen it. Are you? Ser- Wait, I can't tell if you're joking. I'm serious. I, ju- I don't know. I just, I never saw it, and it was one of those movies when I was, my mom, remember my mom's like a Shiite Mormon, and so there was a lot of things I didn't get to watch. PG-13. We what do you not understand about Shiite? We gotta stop the show. <laughs> I don't want to watch it right now. It's so, I'll watch it before the next one comes so out. It's so good. The first Matrix is yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I know. I just haven't seen it. I also realized recently that I'm not a big movie person, that I prefer TV shows. Yeah, that's true about you. But And I prefer movies. Because I like the, the, the longevity of it all, because I don't pay that much attention. See, not me. I just want to just get in, get out. Just Yeah. <laughs> I just like to take it slow, like two years, well, two know, and a half years slow. It's and uh, But that's why, and I think, I think I'm like most people, and uh-huh. you're not. <laughs> Well, that's for sure. <laughs> because I think that that's why show TV shows like 
you know, The Sopranos and Breaking Bad and um, Game of Thrones. That's why these are popular because they're like a movie. The plot is a lot of shows are now, you know, but then you have. But then there's the classic TV show like Law and Order where every episode's the same. There's no moving that, plot. That is really a new – that is how TV shows are made now. I mean they're, they're – uh, episo- they were episodic. Now they're uh, – Monosodic. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah. And, uh, you know, with like the new Star Trek TV shows, it's been a, people, a lot of people's complaints because – They want it episodic again? Yeah. And I guess one of the new ones is going to be like that, but – I mean, it's basically, you know, 10 episodes of one story. Right. Which is fine. It's good. But it's also uh, it's also interesting to, to do those different. But you know what's crazy? Is it's to be continued. They got rid of the to be continued. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Now it's just But it's what just is assumed. nice, though, is that most of these stories mostly wrap up what was happening at the end of the season. Sure. So you're not like... Seriously, <laughs> right. but there's still some that don't. But um, what's crazy, you know, what's crazy is so now for Star Trek, they do like 10 episodes. They're an hour long and uh, they release it once a year. Back in the 80s and 90s, they did 26 episodes a season, an hour long. That's crazy. Right? So we're getting screwed. Well, I mean, that's just how TV is now. Oh, Johnson & Johnson got approved. I just saw that. Huh. We got a third vaccine coming out. Thank goodness, because I want that one. That's the one you want? Well, yeah. That's only one. <laughs> that was... Uh, so, On the I'm eligible, I found out. Right. Uh, on the 1st of March. And actually, I found out today that I'm eligible now, and I have been... <laughs> Really? In Weber, in our county. Well, That's why I sent you that message, because I just found out today that... What county were you checking? I wasn't. Oh. I was just looking at the, <laughs> the overall yeah. guidelines. I didn't know that it varied by county. Varies by county, yeah. And uh, so, because I am so fat, I I am, uh, I am have a special medical condition that right. allows me to qualify. So, I signed up today. Very good. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't I, think you get to choose, though, do you? Uh, n- no, not... I mean, yes and no. Uh, I mean, you you can choose your location. Like, oh, okay. like I was looking at it, and it's you know you can choose the health county the health department, and it is using Pfizer, I think. But then you could also choose uh, to go to Smiths, and they're use it says we're using the Moderna, right? Or or Fresh Market is using this, so. Um, I would imagine that most of those pharmacies are all going to switch to Johnson and Johnson because of how easy it's it is shot. to to you don't have to refrigerate it in that crazy right. It's it's just not as effective on extreme cases, right? Like no, severe it's, cases. It, it, no, it's mostly effective on ast- extreme cases. That's okay. that's where it's the best the best at. So, by the way, speaking of grocery stores, yeah, my brother found a dude on Reddit. Yeah. who's in Utah, uh-huh. who went to a Harmon's oh. pharmacy uh-huh. and said, I understand that when you guys pop a vial, you got to use them all. Can I get on the list, essentially, if people who were scheduled don't show up uh-huh. before it expires? And he got vaccinated. He's like 30 years old. Really? So my parents are on that list because they're not eligible yet. Uh-huh. So if you're out there and you really want to get vaccinated, you, no, can go, you can go to pharmacies and say, put me on the list yeah, if no one shows up. There's way. Um, what am I... My mom, the the person that lives with my mom, her tenant or whatever, just got it, and she's about our age, and 
that's just on a waiting list. My mom just got the first dose. Oh, so she did the thing like she's old enough. Yeah. Oh, she she because then they moved up the sixty five and older thing. Right. So she yeah. So she right. got. It. But your mom's tenant was able to get it on the, yeah, the wait yeah, list yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how she got it. Yeah. No. So I mean. We're we're almost there. No more uh, no more not doing episodes because of uh, COVID scares. Hopefully, and yeah, this was hopefully the last time. That's why we were off. My family got sick, and then even today, yeah, we almost didn't do it. My mom tested positive, did so I went and got tested. You do a rapid one? Yeah, fifteen minutes is crazy, right? Yeah, they they did both my nostrils and then called me after I got home. And they were like, "You're good, man." Yep, it's cool. Tested neg. Um, speaking of negative, no, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Uh, as you know, as we discussed last episode, uh, I am wearing a new shirt. Ooh, let's see it for every episode. And you know, this since we've been talking about space so much, it's only fitting that I present to you my new Space Force T-shirt. It's a trademark violation. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not selling it, so it should be okay. But we could. I, I, if I, I mean, what are they going to do? Cease and desist. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. And then we will. Yeah. So we got the, uh, what is this? USSF, United States Space Force. This a is their, their newer logo. It, a subsidiary of the United States Air Force. I added all this. So are the Marines. You added a gradient? Yeah, I added that crap. Have, they have the circle, too. Right. Well, there's this is the logo. Mm. There's the seal the that's seal. on like the flag and everything. Right. It's marketing. So I don't know. This is yeah, like the Air Force's fun little. What's that little triangle? Is that called a Delta? Well, okay. This is. Uh, I need to send this to you now. You may recall several episodes ago we were talking about how they ripped it off. No. Well, yes. Oh, come on, picture. They stole uh, it. From we were the... talking about logos in general and how companies. Big companies pay, you know, millions of dollars for for these these logos that are barely different, and then they they add all this nonsense to them. Like this stands for this, right? And, well, the air for or the 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 space force just happened to do that. And if you want to take a look here, all right, let's look. We can, uh, and you tell me if this was thought of previously, or, or if it was made, if up. it was after the logo and they okay. just completely BSed it. <laughs> Hang on, let me open it real quick. Semper Supra. All right. I believe that's Toyota's new new car. I don't know. What's that? I don't want to do that. Yeah, what's happening? Escape out of that. There we go. Jeez. All right. Hang on. Let me get it, get it on the screen there. All right. So we have the symbol. It is called Semper Supra. Always above. Okay. Which, okay. Sometimes space is below, but that's fine. It is space, and there is no above or right. or below. It's 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 just space. But the so symbol. yeah, this is. Uh, I know you can't you can't see this if you're we'll if you but but Google it or, or look it up or maybe or you've seen it. We'll put it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So first used in 1961 by start now <laughs> by Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. The the Delta symbol honors the heritage of the U.S. Air Force and Space Command. Okay. Okay, fine. The Delta, sure. Sure. And by most other space agencies and TV right. shows. It's because it's an arrow. It looks right. like it's flying. Sure. Now, this is where we get a little 
like, okay. <laughs> the silver outer border border of the Delta signifies defense and protection from all adversaries and threats emanating from the space domain. Which is zero. <laughs> the black Just area inside embodies the vast darkness of deep space. Come on, man. Come on. There's no freaking way. There, here, here, hey, design firm, here's what we want. We want a silver border <laughs> that signifies defense. And then we want to make sure there's black in the middle to signify the right. vast darkness of space. So here's what which I is, s- This is a terrible. This is the darkness and right. <laughs> you know emptiness of space. What I see is they came to them without this black. And the guy who's in charge is like, I really want a black inside border. Yeah. Well, John, we got to have a. Like a reason. We got to have a reason. Well, well it, it represents the darkness of space. Space is dark. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. The four bev- beveled elements symbolize the joint armed forces supporting the space mission. Air Force, Army, Navy, and Marines. So, for some reason, their logo incorporates yeah. all the other branches. But not them. Yeah. <laughs> and then, inside the Delta, the two spires represent the action of a rocket launching into outer atmosphere in support of the central role of the Space Force in de- sp- defending the space domain. This is such bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) In the center of the Delta is the star Polaris, which symbolizes how the core values guide the Space Force mission. Anyway, if you were listening to that episode, this is the kind of BS I'm talking about. (laughs) They they come up with a logo. So I was thinking we should do this real quick with our logo. Absolutely. So if you want to pull up our our newest version of the logo, do you have it somewhere? Yes, I do. Give Give me just a minute. A minute? Oh, there it is. Okay, here we have it. All right. Well, we got to do every stupid thing here. So, well, this one's obvious. The, the microphone. I don't know if you noticed, everyone, but the O has an old-style microphone inside. Symbolizes our love for voice. That represents the history, the 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 history of right of of voice podcasts and the the depth and audio works changes that it's it's made to the the nation right the reason we chose turquoise <laughs> is because of our native roots <laughs> this is the same bs <laughs> it's totally what right it's totally legit you see these shadows uh, of the it, word. Re- it represents the early native americans who we have come to respect and their oral histories and their oral <laughs> <laughs> and all the time that they spent on the radio the white Naturally, is to symbolize our whiteness <laughs> coming together white, with white America <laughs> coming together with with those natives. Yes, uh, to combine for one purpose. And see, there is a little black drop shadow that is we we had to throw black people a bone. So well, that, that that's what that is. That's the drop shadow. These these extra words of podcast represent how our voices will echo through time. Well, also, orange is kind of a combination of. <laughs> brown and yellow so that's the other races <laughs> <laughs> so we just we wanted it to be really inclusive right um well the slight curve on the the yeah is very that was very intentional oh yeah for sure um to represent the that the we curvature believe, of the earth yeah we we don't believe the earth is flat right um you know we make fun of that all the time and the mixer in the back is just because it's a fucking mixer there's no <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the purple gl- the purple tent is obviously to embrace our, you know, 
uh, overlords, uh, the color purple, uh, the alien races, and purple rain, uh, Soros, and um, right. the liberal media, right. and the right wing media. They actually both control us. It's kind of weird, right? Um, the Lu- Illuminati, essentially. We're gonna make up one of these with arrows, just like the other one. Yeah, and we'll put that on a shirt. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find other companies. For we'll make it a regular segment because yeah. there's so much. It's such BS every right. time. This is this is pretty egregious though. The the black represents yeah. the darkness of space. <laughs> oh man, what a I mean, you just left out the moon. Yeah, you left out the stars. <laughs> like you left you gave you went you went with one star, Polaris, which is the North Star, right? But you could have gone with the sun and said the source of all power. And then the North Star has something to do with Jesus, so. There you go. It all comes back. Family values, or I don't know. Right. Man, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, Space Force. As you know, I'm in support of now. I think it's great. I'm going to join it and right. be captain of the uh, Enterprise or uh, whatever. So the other day, I ran out of bird food. Oh no! I did. So I uh, I signed up for Amazon's. Uh, Weekly deliveries. I can't remember what it's called. Amazon Day. The the shop or the subscribe and save. That's what it's mm, called. Yes. So I have. You choose uh, the frequency. Right, right. Yeah. I have a couple bags delivered every two weeks, but I thought it was every other week, and so I I thought it was coming that Wednesday, but it, I was like, oh crap, I'm out of bird food. What am I gonna do? And I I was like, man, the stores are closed because it was at night, and. uh I was like, man, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and uh, that's when I got on PetSmart's website, and I have a gift card there from from Christmas, and uh, on there it says now delivered by DoorDash. Get out of here! <laughs> so I, the, it was the next day. I couldn't do it that night, but I had bird food DoorDash. Delivered. DoorDash will deliver pet food. I guess that's smart. I don't, know, I don't know if they'll deliver like a parakeet to you or anything. So but. De- they'll deliver food and retail goods. Yeah. So this is uh, the question I pose: uh, Did COVID or has COVID really solidified the nail in the coffin on traditional retail? Because I have been ordering everything online the right. past few months. I or- I got a delivery of toilet paper and deodorant the other day. I got hand soap the other day. <laughs> I got uh, groceries. I I, I so just I'm not going anywhere anymore. This is interesting, and I don't think it's going to be our generation that decides mm-hmm. because I think our generation is going to want to go back. We we like the buying experience because we I, had it growing up. I agree. As long as it's if I can get it that day, right. that's that's the point. But there's so many instances. That I can't now, right? Because of all the online trends, they're carrying less product in the store, right? So I, if I want something obscure, I normally have to go to Amazon, right? There, it's interesting because I was actually talking about this at work. Oh, really? In terms of how, you know, the digital transformation, so to speak, right? And how companies like Home Depot, uh-huh. who it's hard to imagine them not having a retail space, right? You know, but. I guess it's possible that you can't. You could certainly order lumber now and right. have it delivered. But they're trying to find a way to combine the two. So now, like, their app will show you what aisle it's on. 
right, to right. make your shopping experience a more easier, efficient. Yeah, except for Lowe's never works right. It right. tells you the wrong aisle. So I think I think our generation who who grew up going to stores, getting the shopping experience, mm-hmm. will probably go back to that. Probably. But people who were raised during this time, and I don't just mean COVID, but like this Amazon, <laughs> this Prime, right. you know. They might, they might, they might, might not care of the shopping experience, and right. maybe it'll become like a boutique thing, right? <laughs> right. There will be like a Target boutique, <laughs> just a little itty bitty with store yeah. downtown, <laughs> and the, the people are wearing aprons, but just for just for show, just to show you right. what what it was right. like back then. <laughs> you know, the, the, the turn back the time restaurant with the <laughs> with the uh, with the weird Pizza Hut in the <laughs> yeah yeah dude like a, in the a corner food court yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, we're seeing it with restaurants. People are jumping at the opportunity to go back to restaurants. I've been door dashing so much. I haven't gone to a restaurant, but I had a buddy who who called me. We were talking about work, and he went out to dinner with some friends. Mm -hmm. And he's a little nervous about COVID. He's got a baby at home. All right. So he asked these friends who made the reservation, like, hey, COVID, you know? Right. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. The the restaurant's taking precautions. Mm. And they get there, and he's like, I kid you not, the entire restaurant was full People waiting in the in the lobby. Oh, really? In the foyer, <laughs> you know, he every single table, no spaces, no marked off, no. And this is in Salt Lake City, well, the most liberal city in, that's in Utah. Not, that's against the rules, still, isn't it? I think they don't care. Oh. I think they stopped caring because they're going they're they're going bankrupt. Right. But that it proves that because I went to this point that people want to go back. I went to goodwood with my my dad retired and he wanted to take us out to celebrate so we went to we went to goodwood and uh granted it was on a thursday but it was they spaced everybody out and they had the shields up and and everyone was wearing a mask i mean i don't know because i didn't feel like it was you know it's like it's like the whole social distancing and then you get on an airplane and sit next to it like it seems right. like all right really what's the point of this i guess right because everyone takes their masks off when they sit down maybe it depends on the county and the punishment that is involved right yeah if there's no if there if the punishment isn't to come shut you down uh-huh. and it's just a fine right then you could be like it might be cheaper to it's just pay cheaper the to pay the fine <laughs> yeah if they come in and shut you down then okay yeah you gotta follow the rules right but Anyway, well, I mean, we've been trending really good with uh, the vaccinations. We're, I don't know, I, I haven't been following other states, but uh, we seem to be able to actually hit that uh, July mark yeah. for having most people that want it vaccinated. Yeah. My job um, is allowing people back in the office starting next week on oh, really? a vol- voluntary basis. You have to go through a bunch of orientation mm-hmm. to show, you know, mask, disinfect, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but that's early, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I don't know how many people are going. I think they're limiting it, but I wasn't expecting anybody, especially for a company like I work for that, that's quite liberal, mm-hmm. to to go that route that quick. You know? Yeah. Well, I just I think well, I think this has taught us two things. The COVID has, I think one, it's taught companies that working from home is pretty viable, and you know, it's. It's totally uh, an okay option, and people, for the most part, seem to be just as productive. If not more. If not more. Right. Um, you know, you cut that commute time out, and, you know, we complain about our commutes here in Utah, but oh, man. in most cities, yeah. uh, you know, people would kill for a 35-minute <laughs> right. commute, you know? Um, so I think that, that that has proven true. I think 
it's also made us, the employees, realize that maybe we didn't like working from home as much as we thought. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, it's fine, but it's also boring and reclusive. and right. We want the social aspect for the most part. I mean, yeah, and it, it you get tired faster. <laughs> and, well, and especially uh, yeah. if you're meeting a lot. Oh, yeah. The fatigue from your, like, Zoom fatigue. You know, right. it's kind of the, the trending word right now. But, yeah, I... I don't know. I will see what happens, but I mean, I remember reading a study before COVID that that, w- that talked about working from home. Usually, you see like a twenty percent uptick. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of companies, especially Japan. They seem to be the the trendsetters right now because of how many people killed themselves because of right because their job. Yeah, <laughs> there was. A uh, but they they've been doing work from home. They've been a lot of companies have been switching to uh, four day work weeks or yeah. six hour days. And they're not seeing much of uh, a drop. People in still have the amount they need to get done. Right. right. It's Spotify announced they're going full time remote. We don't care where you're working from. Like, and I guess that's caused um, it's caused uh, a lot of people to start moving away from cities. Yeah, they're like, well, if I can live anywhere and do this job, then I'm going to move to New Zealand. Yeah, you <laughs> or know, at least you know, 50 miles away from the city where it's cheaper. Right. Yeah, you're telling me I can have an American wage job right. and live in Costa Rica, <laughs> that I'm going to go live in Costa Rica and make an um, American wage. Like, that's crazy. That would be pretty. Right? That would be. It would be insane. <laughs> and we don't know yet. That could very well happen. You know, I was, I was talking with my bosses about this, and they're like, we don't know. We might see a decrease in productivity as we come back, in mm-hmm. which case then we're going to have to be splitting our weeks. Right. If we're finding that people are better at home, then you're going to be working from home if you want. You I know? mean, I'm, yeah, I, 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 uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say what uh, I'm trying to think. What keeps me less productive when I'm at the office? I can't think any of anything off the top of my head. But you are. It. I mean, I found when we first started working from home. Yeah. I did not leave my chair except for lunch. Oh, really? You know, and I think back to the office, I left all the time to go get a drink, to go get some food downstairs. Like, I was always up from my ch- my seat. But for some reason at home, it was just like, I just got to get this shit done. You know? I guess you're right. That is kind of true, huh? And I think most companies will have the metrics to be able to quantify it, to, to know. Uh, depending on the company, but yeah. I mean, especially these, these tech companies yeah. and, you know, people who have the... The open concept floor plans <laughs> where right. there's a desk, you know, right next to you, uh, or you can just because when you start talking to somebody, even if you're trying to do two things at once, it, right, your productivity is just that. And like, I think, I think leaders especially realize that actually, you know what, we Zoom and Microsoft Teams communication is actually pretty effective. It's fine, yeah, you know, like I can still see their face, I can still, you know, right, still read their tone, like right. All right. Yeah, it's it. And in fact, people that you used to not communicate with via, you know, maybe you communicated with them over the phone, like in an office. Uh-huh. Now you're calling them on Zoom and your communication's more effective. Right. Because you're not just hearing them, you're actually seeing them. Yeah. That would, I think the most interesting thing to see will be what the productivity looks like when people start going back to offices and if it, uh, if it dips. Well, if, if it does, then. Yeah. Which. Shout, let's hear. Like, all right, we got to start a movement. Right. Working class people, 
when we go back, mm-hmm. shit the bed. To just suck. Just do terrible. Just start. <laughs> like, I can't do this. <laughs> just do terrible. And then if they experiment and send you back home, kick some ass. Keep, keep it up. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll win. <laughs> right? Working class heroes. We can we can win this. Uh, I'm still. We can I'm, win this fight. I'm having to work at the office every day because I don't have a laptop. I have a, a an iMac, and I'm not going to lug that back and forth. I now have two MacBooks. Oh, real? Oh, you have a workbook. <laughs> yeah. Work. Yeah. And I can do a lot of stuff from my computer, but as far as you know, you need a lot of RAM. I do. This one yeah. has 64, and mine only has 16. And yeah. It gets really bogged down with 4K videos. It barely works, and s- animations. Right. It's getting worse well, and worse. Well, no one's watching porn not in 4K, so. Well, no one's watching porn on their laptop anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, if you need a big screen, you just stream it from your phone <laughs> <laughs> to the TV. Right. And then you know, forget <laughs> forget that little. Get one of those like ten dollar like mirror projectors. <laughs> you know, you've seen those that yeah. you put your phone. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I won't go into details. <laughs> I mean, the closer you put the phone to your face, the bigger the screen feels. It's, <laughs> it's almost like you're in a theater, natural. man. It's right. <laughs> same thing. So I don't know. And now we're going backwards. We're going back to like seventies, <laughs> you know, theaters. <laughs> but back to retail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to die anytime soon. I think that I don't know. I think I think I think uh, some companies may struggle. I think your WalMarts will be fine. It, I think it definitely depends on the industry. And I well, yeah. And I do think that um, a lot of people who used to go to the store and stop during COVID won't go back. Right. I the more I shop and get my stuff delivered on Amazon. Yeah. The more I'm like, I don't need to go to the store. You know what it might come down? Well, I'm sure there's a ton of variables, but here's one for me. Mm-hmm. Returns are still a pain in the ass. That's true. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't go clothes shopping online. Right. Now, if returns get easier, I have returned clothes that mm-hmm. I bought on Amazon, but it's a pain because right. you, you can't fit it in your mailbox maybe. Right. And they usually go USPS on returns. And it takes a couple days, and maybe you need it that night. And right. Which is weird because clothing stores are some of the ones that are having the hardest time. Well, may- but it's either because people are buying less clothes because they're working from <laughs> home, or most people aren't like us. I don't know. <laughs> most people fit into because <laughs> <laughs> they know their size. When I get an XXL shirt from some places, it's like it's not it's not my kind of XXL. Right. It's the Rocks XXL, and all the extra fabric is in the sleeves, just, <laughs> not in the yeah. gut. You just don't accept it. You're like, have you, have you ever? I, I bet I'm a medium. Have you ever bought a shirt like that? I bought one from the Buckle once, and I, I, it was, I think it was XXL. Yeah, and the shirt. I'm like, what the hell? But the sleeves were seriously just hanging down. Like, this is not made for me. Right. This is this is the wrong kind of XXL. Because right. you know, me and the Rock, we weigh about the same, but he looks like he does, and I look like I do. Right. Which objectively, I don't see a huge difference. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know, but I think if returns get easier, if you can do something as simple as leave the item on your porch, right, without boxing it, right, because I've I've thrown away a box before that needed to return something. Yeah, that is that's what once that happens, I've actually had intentions to return things and be like, no, absolutely, screw it. Yeah, I have a headset sitting over there (laughs) somewhere that I did. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. That means I have to find a box and go to USPS and and drop it off. Come on. 
So, Come on. Yeah, if I bought some shoes, threw away the box, and they didn't fit, and I could just leave them on my porch, that's that's that would be ideal. Yeah. But but uh, at the same point, the same time, I want them now. I still right. I still ha- I still have that attitude. Right. Uh, and some but sellers, I don't I don't like toilet paper. I unless I'm out. Right. I don't really care when it gets there. Right. You know, groceries, all that sort of stuff. But if I have finally got enough money to to go buy that uh, new pair of Jordans, yeah, then I want to go get them <laughs> and true. take them home you and 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 do things to them. So there's a sense of immediate gratification, which right. is totally American, but maybe a little bit of the shopping experience. You want to go try them on, although. I will say that Amazon next day has alleviated some of that. For sure. When I know that it's going to get there the next day, yes. when I get home from, by the time I get home from work, it's like, eh. Also, nothing better than when it's like below an hour on the countdown. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm so good right now. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other variables that could contribute to. COVID part two? Not, <laughs> not wanting to go back to. Uh, to retail. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. The only reason I've really gone to stores this last year is because I wanted it that day or needed it that day. Oh, I was going to say, some sellers on Amazon will send you the replacement product as soon as they see a tracking number. Yes. They won't wait for no, it to Amaz- get back. I think it's actually Amazon itself that does that okay. when it's, when it's, if fulfilled, it's fulfilled by Amazon. Yeah. If it's not, then I think that... Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. I've had uh, I've re- had to return... Remember the, the big light stands that I bought for yeah. uh, for the band? Uh, I got one, and it was broken, and so I had to return it, and I dropped it off at the UPS store, and it registered as returned like within 10 you minutes. You got a text that's yeah, like, thanks. Yeah, and it, it said the next that's one That's true. Actually, out. yeah, that desk I have over there, the first one I got was missing parts, and they mailed me one first, and they said, use that box to send it back. Oh, really? But I still had to take it. And then you kept both, and... Nothing ever came. No, of they char- they would have charged. They're me. Amazon. They're huge. They don't really notice that. <laughs> there kind are of stuff. some items I bought the wrong batteries one time uh-huh. for like my alarm sensors. Yeah, and so I went. I just put return, and it's like just keep them. Oh really? Yeah, it's like oh. we'll, we'll give you your money back, but just keep them. It's oh, not. It's not worth our that. time. That's funny. <laughs> not worth our time for the six bucks. It costs yep, more. I never return anything that's less than like twenty dollars. Yeah, it's really tough for me to, and and, you know, going to. I can't tell you how many things that I've not returned to Walmart because returning anything there is a pain. There's always a line. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really. Yeah. This, I'll just write this off here. What was the company back in the day that would take anything? Nordstrom. Oh, really? I think that's how they got so popular, their customer service. They would, they would, you could like, you could take a set of tires in there and, and they would take them. They're like, yeah, we'll give you some money for that. Sure. Whatever. I think it was Nordstrom. That's funny. Anyway, um, so as you know, here in Utah, it's been uh, it's been <laughs> a new legislative session. Yes, uh, and one of the laws that has has made it made it all the way, I believe, to the governor's desk, uh, is the uh, new gun law, constitutional carry, as that people call makes it. it where you do not need to attend a class or anything, nor carry a permit, or have a permit to have your concealed license. Or carry Just concealed weapon. Conceal a weapon. Uh, now, mind you, Utah's uh, previous law was very liberal, in so much so that uh, 
many people from other states would come here to get it here. Right. Because it was like a two hour class. Yeah. Right. Um, So I guess those people won't be coming here anymore. (laughs) They might because you still can't cross state lines into a state that requires a permit. That's true. Which is why some people in Utah will still be taking the class. One of the reasons. Yeah, I was wondering what would. uh, So I. Seems like those places would go out of business. Yeah, like if Nevada is not. A constitutional. I don't even like calling that. That's just what it is. If it's not a constitutional carry state, right? They require a permit. Are we the only? We got to be the only one, right? I mean, no, no. There's several. No, oh, really. There's several. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, they're all out here. And I, I believe Governor Cox signed that. It, it's done. No, I'm pretty sure it's done. I think it's May first. Um, what do you think about it? <sighs> if I'm comparing it to the concealed class that we had before mm-hmm. i've never taken it but I've, i haven't either i know a lot of people who have yeah and they're just as safe if not less safe with guns than i am uh-huh. i've almost been shot well, that was randy's <laughs> fault right and you were doing um, no randy's very safe with guns it's an accident doing um, <laughs> yeah doing pigeons so comparing it to our previous law eh, whatever yeah. And I don't think that's – I don't necessarily – I'm a liberal. You know that. Right. So I think the more restrictions, the better, just at, at, at its heart. But I think the real, the real thing that's going to stop it is, is background checks, stricter laws on what can be sold. Right. right? We don't care what you carry, but we're not going to let you carry a 25-round yeah. magazine. Uh, my thoughts are the people who are lawfully concealing their gun – we're already taking the course. Right. And so the people, it's not like your people who are doing it illegally when, or, or, yeah. Am I, am I more likely, am I more likely to carry now? Yeah. Yeah, why not? For sure. Yeah. Not because it's legal, but because there's a lot of fucktards out there (laughs) with, with guns now. Like, now that everyone can, everyone's just like, yeah, dude, we're so, so on edge. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I um I don't are there uh, see the one reason I I wanted to take the class is cuz I thought it went over some of the legalities of when you can shoot and when you can't. Um I don't know. There honestly I know there's a big discrepancy among the classes. Like oh. Randy went to one that was 8 hours long. Wow. So it went over more safety, more laws, more um self-defense techniques. Oh. Rather than just, here's how you chamber around. Here's how you turn the safety off. Oh, your gun doesn't have oh, a safety. Do they teach you that? I thought it was, uh, like, that's, I thought people just knew how to do that. I, I don't know. Like I said, I've never taken it. Hmm. Uh, constitutional carry. Let's see. Oh, Idaho, Wyoming. Um, is that uh, Arizona? Hmm. Bible Belt states, looks like. In Texas, it doesn't. Really? Texas? No, Texas is... Too big. Open and concealed carry with a permit. Plus, Texas. Texas Texas is 50-50, man. It's not, uh, I mean, you know, Beto work barely lost. Yeah, but they're, I don't think their state legislature is. Oh, probably not, but. Anyway. Um, so, you know what all this uh, this is telling me? Because like, yeah. there's, there's that that just passed, and, oh, crap, there's something else that passed. But basically... To me, it's saying that Utah is less of a Republican state and more of a libertarian state. They don't want any government at all. Yeah. 
I think that's probably a fair assessment. I think that I think that a lot of Utahns are libertarian. I think that a lot of them are conservative and don't know why. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, um, we we've only we haven't been a state. It's only been like 125 years. You know, it's not that it's not that long, and we really wanted statehood. Right. We could have just governed ourselves. You know, let Brigham. Well, Brigham died by then, but. Uh, yeah, but they would have. They would have. They would have gotten Utah eventually. Well, I think what I think what we wanted. I say we because I'm a Utah. I'm not saying I. I think what the Utahns back then wanted was protection from the federal. Right. Fr- with, not from the federal government. You know, they wanted the federal government's protection. Right. So. Speaking uh, of, uh, I don't know. Speaking of being a Utah in Utah, yeah. Utah. I grew up in Texas. I lived there for 20 years. Wow, I've lived here for 16, so I'm only four away from... What do you like better? Well, so... <sighs> you were in Dallas. Yeah. Um, it's it's different, you know, because I, I, I kind of have stopped saying that I'm from Texas because... It's been a long time. It's been a long time, yeah. and the experiences that I've had differ. I, I So now I say I grew up in Texas. Sure. But I, so I, I became an adult in Texas, but all my life experience is right. here. You know, all my adult life experience is here. So I'm at the point now where I'm having some level of pride for Utah. Sure. And especially now that the Jazz are winning. Actually, that is what I was going to transition <laughs> into. Yeah. Is that, and I, I know that I, I'm starting to have some level of pride because I, I'm starting to get annoyed with the people who keep putting the jazz down. Right. Because it's like, what? Continually. It's, it's not that bad here. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yes, there are cra- there are crazy people everywhere. Yeah. But come on, man. Yeah. We got a couple blue cities. Come on. We're not like Oklahoma. <laughs> Is that, I, that's our metric for coolness. Yeah, I know, right? That's pretty low. <laughs> Uh, so there, there are times when I'm proud to be a Utah, and then there are other times when I'm like, I wish I wasn't a Utah. Well, another reason, another reason why I know this is because when people like uh, Dingleberry Jones, um, also known as um, our favorite senator, yeah, um, he who shall not be named, I just Michael Lee. I can't remember his <laughs> name. Mike Lee. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm consistently embarrassed that he's our senator like, i am so on a regular basis i'm like <sighs> i'm so mad at mike lee that i'm honestly considering running against him <laughs> just out of principle like i i i don't care how republican mitt romney is i am fine i i'm sure. not embarrassed to have mitt romney be our, our senator no because he's an actual republican yeah and he's a decent person. He's not a. He's ri- not a freaking idiot. He's not a rich rumplican. I mean, Mike Lee has said and done some of the s- dumbest things, right? That I've ever seen a senator do, like embarrassingly, like grow up. How are you this stupid? Yeah, I. It's it's astonishing. So I really think we need to start a campaign, a grassroots campaign here, because he is I th- up for re reelection. In uh, 24 or 22. 22. 22. Yeah, it's, it's going right now. Yeah. So we need a really strong push to get 
former governor John Huntsman to run against him. Yes. Now I know that Romney and hum- Huntsman have some weird beef, you know, billionaire beef. Do they? I don't know. I've heard that. Oh. But who cares? Huntsman would be I'd a vote for marvelous senator. Yeah. And the the duo of Huntsman and Romney would be I would be very happy to have them be our state senators yeah, because how can we both do that? of them are not stupid. <laughs> how can we do that? How do we get Huntsman? I mean, I did send you that yeah. website Humans Against Mike Lee. Right. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> they it's make great. they have t-shirts and bumper stickers Humans Against Mike Lee. I almost ordered one and I thought, well, we can make one ourselves. That's true. Um Maybe that's his plan. I mean, I told you, I told you when he was running for governor, when Huntsman was running for governor, yeah. that I thought his plan was to springboard into either the Senate or the presidency again. I wouldn't mind that either. I don't know how well he'd fare if he runs for president in twenty four, and Trump runs for president in twenty four, which it's looking like is going to happen. Um, I don't know. I didn't hear a speech today. I think that. I think you would have a split Republican Party again. Well, I don't know if the Republican Party realizes how split they are, but right now they're in a position to never win an election again. Well, yeah, when you have the the uh, House or the Senate co-majority leader <laughs> right now, Mitch McConnell, in complete disagreement with other powerful senators. You mean with himself. I don't know if you heard him this week. I did. He's... <laughs> I still think, <laughs> he's listen. He's constantly in disagreement with himself. <laughs> I still think Mitch is evil. Yeah, of course. But he, when he is actively in disagreement with powerful senators like Lindsey Graham, uh, he's in active disagreement with Donald Trump. He thinks Donald Trump's a criminal. He, well, as far as I can tell, he thinks he's a complete idiot. Yeah, and it's really likely, unless Donald Trump's health deteriorates or... Republicans lose back. So here's what's going to happen. Republicans are going to depend on Trump for 2022. Mm-hmm. If they lose, mm. then maybe they'll move away from him. If they pick up and if they get the majority back, then they might ride that Trump train I just into 2024. I don't understand why they want. I, it seems like at this point they just want to distance themselves. Why wouldn't you? He lost. He lost, and mm. he's he's obviously. I don't know the history of every election, uh-huh. I, but I can't imagine a time where if I were the leader of a party that I would want to stick by the losing candidate. Yeah. He lost by seven million, unless you really think that it was a lie. If you really think the election was a lie, okay, you're stupid, but at, <laughs> least, it, at least it explains your position of standing by <laughs> right. Trump, right? But if you... if if you if you think the election was legitimate and he lost by seven million votes at least, mm-hmm. and, why would you stand by a losing candidate? So, and that's the thing is that you have you have a a Democratic Party who who kind of joined together and though not everyone is super in, in, impressed with Joe Biden. No, in fact, I've seen a lot of Democrats. Really pissed this week, especially. I'm sure about the cages, the yeah. kids in cages. It's oh, not. Well, what did he do? He upgraded the cages. Are they nicer now? Or? They're just nicer cages for the kids. Oh, good. So a lot of Democrats, including myself, are saying that's not enough. No, 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 no. Well, that's not. It, wasn't it his administration that, like the Obama administration, technically? I don't know actually when it started, but I know the that cages. I know that allegation was made at some point, but I think it's true. Yeah, but it could have started under fucking reagan for all i know i don't right, know right right um um so but nonetheless 
uh, when Trump is involved, the Democrats will now, at this point especially, pull together and uh, vote against Trump. Yeah. Um, the but re- like the, the thing with the Republicans is you have a split party and half of them are voting because they're fanatic Trump people and the rest of them are like, I just I need to vote Republican because I, I side with their with their structure more or I'm trying to and keep it, my job. And it should be the other way around. It should be right. that the the people, the, the real Republicans are voting for the candidate and the psychotic people, uh, conspiracy theorists, are like, <sighs> I guess I'll vote for that guy because he's a Republican, right. better than Hillary. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the question is: Will a semi-normal, semi-stupid Republican actually stand up? Well, and if Trump doesn't win the nomination, I would imagine he will run third party. He will start his own party for sure. And then it will be done. And Democrats will win again. Kamala Harris will win. Yeah, and if if that party gains traction, then the Republican Party will never win another election. I mean, unless unless there's a another massive fumble Uh uh, along the same lines as what Trump did with COVID during this administration, I think Kamala's got a really good shot of winning. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Because that's who I'm assuming is going to get the the nod. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't even know if Joe's going to run a second I, I'm term. I'm pretty sure he said he wouldn't. Obviously, yeah, but politicians change their say mind. That and they're but like, he's, he's the old. Air Force One is really nice. I think I want to keep this. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so wouldn't it be? What if he ran with as as her vice? <laughs> anyway, and he I, wants air. He's had plenty of time. Right. On the, Air Force, the Air Force two. two. Okay. He wants that that right. new brand new seven forty seven eight hundred. Which I just watched a documentary and on. And you don't want the second best pilot. Be <laughs> you want the best pilot. I didn't realize how... Uh, so there was a new... Nat Geo just brought out a new documentary about uh, the new Air Force One. Is it is it done? No. Not till 2024. Oh, uh, it's in production. It's, it's their, their... So so Joe might get one ride on it? Maybe. The ride out of the White yeah, House? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so the way it went down was... Uh, Obama uh, ordered two brand new 747-8Is from Boeing to be specially made into the new Air Force Ones. Right, reinforced all the, yeah. Yes. Trump was like, uh, that's too expensive, and he canceled it. To use the money on the wall, right. I guess. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he realized how crappy the current Air Force One is, which it actually is really crappy. Uh, <laughs> Relative. Well, yeah. Right. Um, and Boeing presented two 747-8Is that had already been built, and the airline that had bought them couldn't pay for them. So mm. they, they were just sitting in Arizona. So now they've taken these airplanes, and they're refitting them. So they're having to cut new holes in the metal, and which is which is causing them to have to, like, elevate it and make it weightless and do all these extra measures so the body doesn't get twisted and right it's and gonna create a bunch of stress so it's yeah. it's it's been you know double i would think double the work but apparently it's cheaper to just build a new I, one i don't know seems kind of stupid but um yeah 2024 and it's gonna be it's gonna be rad it's it's going to be the longest airplane ever same uh, paint scheme well we don't know we don't know did you see because trump had his did you so 
that was like my biggest thing about Biden getting elected. Like I <laughs> need him to get in there and reverse this, you know, U.S. Airways bull crap that Trump right. is putting in there. This is the only reason it's I voted for Biden. Freaking ugly. We want we want Jackie Kennedy colors back. And I thought I was the only one who cared. But first press conference with his new secretary. Someone somebody asked. like right after a COVID question, someone's like, <laughs> "Has President Biden given any thought to the livery of Air Force One?" And she was like. Uh, I is that a serious question? Yeah, she right. was. She basically said the president has not thought about that at all. I'm like, right. no, I voted. This for is why you. I voted for you. I am one of your constituents. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Jackie Kennedy picked those colors. Right. They're iconic. It's true. It, it's like, it's like a president saying, "In four years, we're going to change the flag." Basically, yeah. That's the new one is so. The new livery is so boring and plane it looks like any other airliner the the original is so iconic so stand i don't know if you've ever seen it before yeah but it's like in real life yeah i saw it take off from hill yeah and it's just like wow yeah you know when you see it in the air it's just it's it's and this new one's just gonna be like (laughs) yeah you know what when i saw air force one it reminded me that that scene on Step Brothers when they're at the catalina wine mixer and everybody's like the fucking Catalina wine. Yeah. I got out of my car and I was like, it's fucking Air Force uh, One. I, when I first saw it, because I was driving to the airport to see it, and it flew right over over me, yeah. or, or in front of me, and I, I blew through a red light. Because <laughs> I was watching, like, oh my yeah. god, oh shit. And I, there were cops there, too. Yeah. With their but lights were, on, and then they were doing the same thing, so <laughs> somebody freaking noticed. <laughs> Yeah, I I wasn't that close. I I saw it take off from Hill and then turn west, but uh, it was still cool to see it. You can still pick it out. Yeah, like it's yeah, it, it's basically it. Re- re- I don't know what was cooler, seeing Air Force One or seeing the space shuttle on the seven forty seven when they flew oh, that into yeah. Salt Lake. That I, was cool. I didn't see that, but yeah, it was it cool. was rad. It's a lot of plane. Yeah. Anyway, it makes the space shuttle look small. Well, the space shuttle is kind of small yeah. when you really get down to it, and it still takes all of that fuel to, yeah. to get it up there it's crazy so annoyed with space i just think we should we should be able to get up there easy i know should just be able to fly in yeah um i wanted to talk about spencer cox though oh. for a second <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about me like what it what <laughs> yeah we were talking about with the new gun law he signed one law he didn't sign oh yeah the ban on transgender i told you i like cox um basically male transgenders in female sport or uh-huh. in, in male sport Female transgender in female sports. Yeah. Men who were, people who were born genetically male participating in female sports. He refused to sign the bill as it was written. Right. Uh, And I watched a press conference with him. Actually, it wasn't, it was an interview on PBS. Uh Uh-huh. And he got emotional. Oh, did he? Talking about uh, meeting these kids. Yeah. And that, and that the suicide rate. Uh Uh-huh. He's like, this is just not what matters right now. Right. So few of them are participating in sports anyway. The fact that the legislature is using any time out of its limited 45-day schedule uh-huh. to ban transgender people from participating in sports, he's like, I, I, you, you need to meet these individuals. And he was crying. No, I told you. It was touching. I told you that he was a good dude. You're just like, no. Man. I never said he wasn't Peter, a good dude. Joe Peterson. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never said Spencer Cox wasn't a good dude. I said he looked like a deer in the headlights in, in his debate. He looked scared. Yeah. 
I, so, I but think, he's clearly not scared here. I think here. he's uh I think he's done a good job so far. Our vaccine rollout has been great. Uh he has done a lot of things that I'm like, why didn't Co- or, uh, Herbert, Herbert. Why, did, why didn't Herbert do this? Yeah. You know what? Why? Well, and you can't you I can't mean, call him not a Republican when he signs a constitutional carry law. Well, yeah, but that's I mean, he's he's a moderate. And I think that I think he might be more of a real Republican who actually has the wherewithal to to look around and remember that the Republican Party is supposed to be the big tent and right. not the, you know, Ku Klux Klan meeting. With right. a small tent where only whites are allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you freaking see Tucker Carlson? He's Which <laughs> he played a clip of. Yeah, we did a series of stupid things this week. But oh my gosh, dude! He, it was, this was a couple weeks ago. He played a clip of, uh, I think it was a CNN anchor or someone, a pundit somewhere, saying that you know anyone's welcome in the Democratic fold, so to speak, right? right? And Tucker's like, so it cuts and it comes back to him and he says, "You're right." Everyone's welcome except for white supremacists and those who disagree <laughs> with him. Is like, Tucker, I, I I can't imagine his producer wasn't like, oh fuck, <laughs> no, cut. He just is he defending white supremacists? He's so stupid. <laughs> oh man, I he, like, I don't know how he's still on the air. Like even Hannity has got to look at this guy and be like. Well, (laughs) if you're going to watch Tucker Carlson, I encourage you to watch his commercial breaks and then you'll know how valuable he people think he is because he has no sponsors. A lot of a lot of people are pulling out of Fox News in general, especially Hannity and and uh, and, uh, Carlson. Yes. Because of all their fake news. Laura Ingram says some. Yeah. She says some hardcore shit. And then they got rid of that one one dude. I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, there. I don't know. It was it was amazing. I'll try and find the clip and maybe play it for you after the break. Are, <laughs> are uh, Rupert Murdoch's kids as crappy a person as he is? Or I'm sure. Have you ever seen uh, Succession on HBO? Pretty sure it's based off the Murdoch family. Oh really? No, yeah, I don't just, think so. Just soulless, soulless people. Well, they'd have to be. Yeah. I wish that Disney would have been able to acquire Fox News as well, and that. They would have shut it down, I would imagine. <laughs> Just turn it into another sports channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Octagon. The Ocho. Is what it is. That's what it's called. The Ocho. ESPN 9. <laughs> you know that they, they do that occasionally now. ESPN does. They'll, yeah. They'll do a, a a weird sports night and call it ESPN 8 The Ocho. Yeah. All right. We should probably break. Yep. We've been on the air for seven hours now. An hour and 14 and it was all great, you know. I was worried that we wouldn't have enough topic, but here we are again, you know. Just here we are, rocking and rolling. Pla- Sorry, I was, was looking for my music. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least stalling for some yeah. reason. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. I forgot where the button was. <clears throat> when we come back, uh, we do have random headlines uh, that I have to go find right now because I forgot. Um, you know, and I do have. Five random headlines from last episode that we didn't get to. That's true. Because of how long. Ask a cop. Maybe. By the way, if you haven't listened to that episode. Yeah, people seem to like it. It's really good. And we got a lot of TikTok plays on it. Yeah. And um, some people are saying, I'm hearing. (laughs) A lot of people are saying. (laughs) That it was the best episode of any podcast ever. Ever. Right. (laughs) All right. I'll see you in a minute. We'll be back.
Pac-Man, this was just too close a call. Next time we could be too late. Uh, suppose he's stuck somewhere, or, or he's trapped in an elevator, or God knows what else. He could die. Uh, he needs a new kidney now. Well, as I said, Mrs. Griffin, he's on a list, but there are a lot of people ahead of him. Well, what are the chances of getting him moved up the list? Honestly, not great. Could be months before he can get a, before he can get a transplant. Unless you know someone who's a compatible organ match and would be willing to donate one of theirs. I'll do it. He could have one of my kidneys. Well, we always check spouse records for compatibility. I'm afraid you're not a match. But it turns out you are a match for a little girl who's dying in that next room over there. Ah, oh, well, how about we concentrate on this family, Doctor? Well, the only other option is your children. No, I won't put the kids through that. Well, then I don't know what else to do. You'll just have to roll the dice and hope a kidney comes through soon. Well... What about me? Is that possible, Doctor? Well, I suppose. Stranger things have happened in medicine. I once tried to clone a chicken. The result wound up being a man-sized chicken that was incredibly hostile and ended up escaping from the lab. Okay, Doc, we gotta have a talk at some point. But, Brian, are, are, you, are you sure about this? Well, there's no harm in seeing if I'm compatible. This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. And we're back. Are we? Yeah. Oh. All right. I uh, I don't know. These are okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're random. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, this one I actually I did uh, have a holdover from, from the last episode that I didn't use that I, I found interesting. All right. Um, Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, <laughs> Kentucky. L- Louisville. A 12-year-old boy and Mitch McConnell. No, <laughs> Named Mitch McConnell. Yeah. yeah. A 12-year-old Lego enthusiast in Kentucky broke a Guinness World rec- Record by building a Star Wars Millennium Falcon micro fighter kit in under two minutes. Wow. Guinness said Hayden Haste of Louisville assembled the Falcon microfighter kit in one minute, 59 seconds, and 70.72 seconds. How many uh, pieces? Uh, This is a very small set, so it's not a lot. Uh, So Guinness will do Legos. But they won't do toilets. There are so many. There's a lot of stories on this website that I am like bypassed. There are so many records, right? That are stupid. <laughs> there, the one I just p- passed by was someone uh, swam under ice for 256 feet. Oh, that's cold and terrible. Terif- terrifying, man. And uh, I don't know. There's a couple other stupid ones, but anyway, I'm proud of my son for his hard work on this record attempt, and I'm grateful for your organization for encouraging him to pursue something meaningful in the midst of an otherwise difficult year. I mean, I'm all for distraction, but to know, call it meaningful, meaningful... Honestly, I think it's the most meaningful thing he'll ever do. I mean, if it was... <laughs> the, kid, the kid leveled off at 12, never really right. went anywhere from there. If it was like a... You know, he built a Lego memorial to COVID victims. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then be- because of it, he got into a university here. Right. I mean, honestly, if we practice, we could probably beat this, right? Absolutely. Like, it seems this seems like one of those that we could, we I could think beat. We might have a spinoff podcast of just 
Guinness records to beat. <laughs> the stupidest ones? Yeah. Not the one where the guy sat in the bucket for like six weeks. <laughs> Do you no. remember that one on the top of a pole? Yeah. Not 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 any that are going to take more than, you know, a couple hours of practice. I don't know, man. I mean, you have to memorize, like, how to build this thing, right? Yeah, it's like a Rubik's Cube. It seems doable, though. Yeah, I think it's doable. Very similarly to... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Trailed off. Yeah, I don't know. Um, University of Michigan. The library closed. Because... Three venomous spiders, each about the size of a half dollar, were found in Actually, the basement that, of the Shapiro well. Undergraduate Library at the University of Michigan toward the end of January. So a spider expert had to be found. And there can't be a lot of spider experts. I have a wonderful Wrong. colleague who works on tarantulas. Oh, but back to these spiders. And Professor Anne Danielson-Francois from the University of Michigan-Dearborn, who was given the three spiders. And Professor, how do you identify spiders? You have to look at the genitalia because that's what differs spider the most genitalia. between these different species. Some have three so balls. So you studied spider genitalia? Ooh, well, you have to put them under the microscope to see those details. Oh, and these were Mediterranean recluse spiders. The Mediterranean recluse is one of these cosmopolitan species. It hitchhikes oh. with people um, throughout the world. It's been found in 22 states. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting, but are they dangerous? So they don't have a huge Who amount of venom, guy? but they have enough to to start um, necrosis, which is sort of a, an eating away of the flesh. Oh, now the library was closed last Sunday and Monday, but opened on Tuesday. Okay, so close they, the they closed spiders. down a whole, and this is a university library. Which, they closed down a library? Which, yeah. All space. <laughs> so this thing is huge, right? It's a big, like, six-story library. And a half dollar. And they're like. That's not that big they, of a they see spider. see three spiders, and they're like. Close, close it. Close it. Burn, burn it. it down. <laughs> burn it. We gotta have a book burning. <laughs> we don't. Now. We don't believe in spiders here. Right. Uh, I. I. I got news for them. There are probably a hundred thousand brown recluses <laughs> and black widows right. in the walls of that spider or that building. Isn't it? Wasn't there like uh, some statistic that there's a spider from you like every couple feet? Yeah. Like no matter where you are. It was are. like a. It was like a Kevin Bacon rule. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's always a spider within like. Yeah, seven feet. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I guess because these were transient spiders, they came in on a flight that day, landed in Ann Arbor. But, I mean, they and you know, a half dollar. They, they went couldn't to the library. They just wanted to learn. Right. And then they killed them. Right. I mean, and then looked at their, looked at their dicks through a microscope <laughs> after they killed them. It's just rude. How do you how, – how is it that you can tell the, the species – I think she's making it up. Because <laughs> like, I can tell a black widow just thought, by the design on its I, back. I thought you were going to go <laughs> a different direction. I can tell it's a black widow. I can tell it's a black man <laughs> by the girth and the shade and the length of the genitalia. Yeah, that it seems like a weird... I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm going to start, you know, every spider, like, is it a male or female? Flip it over. Oh. Oh, that's a male. I, what do what do arachnid genitalia look like? Were you looking? I think it's it a up? cloaca. It's a cloaca, like a bird. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of animals have cloacas. I kind of wish I had one. It seems pleasant. Well, I mean, it just seems efficient. You know, you've only got one hole instead of like the eight that we have. Right. You know, snakes have two penises. 
I did not know that. <laughs> in case one breaks. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that snakes had a penis at all. How does that work? Well, it's in there, Cloaca. Oh. So they can slither around, not like not ducks, dragging it on the ducks ground. also have penises, but they're the only bird species that do. But they're inside their cloaca. It protrudes. It's actually very painful for the female because it has like barbs on it. Ow! Yeah, like the like the anti-rape thing. Yes, except it's on the it's, raper. It's <laughs> it's kind of the opposite <laughs> of that. <laughs> it's the pro-rape device. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's awful. Oh. Is there any any you got any more? Yeah, sorry, I was just reading about spider penises. <laughs> uh, they don't have penises. They have two stubby appendages called pedof. No, <laughs> no, it's it's pedophallops, phallops that use to store sperm and copulate. Scientists so pedophallop. So How do you spell it's it? It's P E D I P A L P S. Pedipolis. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, which is where our next story is at. Philadelphia Airport employs robots for contact-free food delivery. Mm. So uh, in the airport there, they have these little uh, these little robots, and uh, they have the ability to carry 40 pounds of, of cargo, which is good because when I order uh, from an airport uh, yeah. <laughs> diner, I always order at least 40 pounds worth of food. Right. What does 40 pounds worth of food even look like? A, uh, a grocery cart? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That, that's, a, that's a lot. Didn't they have these in, uh, they got some in, ho- in hotels now. To oh, do deliver they? room service, yeah. Well, it is smart. They have, I've seen them in Salt Lake a couple times, uh, w- walking behind people, like their dog. It's kind of a weird thing to see, but what? they're like carrying their groceries or something Really? For them. Yeah. Wow, do they have legs or are they on no, wheels? No, no, they have wheels, but they're they're kind of like the whole balanced out thing where they can't be tipped mm, over mm, or whatever. Like a like a like a penguin, the the punching penguin yeah, thing. Yeah. Did you see that robot that was dancing? That viral video. It was uh, like a like Boston or something, a university. Oh yeah, it'd be Boston um, uh, Robotics. They're the ones that do all the crazy, like the crazy dogs that they kick over and stuff. Yeah, these are these are a couple robots that can bas- they can dance basically. Yeah, they do. Uh, their their stuff is creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is weird when they like hit them with a bat or push them. And yeah, they, they're yeah. very they're very uh, frightening, human like. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not frightening. It's just no. I mean, it uh, it's I, Skynet. I know for I know for a fact that once we have robots, there's no way I'm not anthropomorphized. <laughs> right. There's I'm, no way I'm not. Right. Like. When I see them getting hit with the bat, I'm like, don't, don't hurt it. Yeah, you, and and it's got a soul. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about this when I went to that. Uh, I went to a learning conference and they had a a roboticist, one of the top roboticists there, and uh, she showed us a video of a, a robot that. So they were doing tests of people, and uh, all they had to do was turn off the robot, and but that the catch was when. They started getting closer. The robot started begging for its life. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, and and so a lot of people were like, "I'm, I can't." Oh my god! <laughs> I know that I would be like, "I'm not doing this. I'm not shutting it off." And little did they know that that program, that sim, <laughs> was designed by He's a robot. Now President Biden. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm watching the dancing robots, and they're freaking me out, especially yeah. when the dog gets involved. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, is this real? Yeah. Kind of yeah. looks computer animated now. No, 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 it's not. There's people watching and stuff. Not that that, I mean, 
Not that that proves much. I don't know, man. It's real. I watched a really convincing. You seen the one where they like jump over like an obstacle course too? It's yeah. the same robots, I think. Yeah, I saw one a really convincing fake of a military one, and I was like, I hope that's not real because that <laughs> is, and it wasn't, but it looked. Yeah. Um, very scary. Was anyway. that your last random headline? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, speaking of scary moments, yeah, I want to show you something that happened to me. This is from my uh, dash cam in my van for the uh, for my vending business. Uh-huh. Went and filled up a vending machine. Okay, check where, this out. Where are we at here? Is that Riverdale Road? No, no, this oh, is up no. north. This okay. is up north. And I was just driving home. Stopped to get some gas, so I'm getting back on the freeway here. want to make sure there's volume, though. I don't hear anything. Should I? Yeah, we should More be. Tips. There we go. So I'm just listening to the radio. NPR. Keep an eye on keep an eye on this guy's trailer right here. Okay. Keep an eye. Really bouncy. Bouncy trailer. I'm worried about it. Here it comes. Watch the trailer. Bam! Oh, oh my oh. gosh! Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you want to see it again? I do. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you literally jumped. Well, I could see it coming, but I wasn't expecting it to break your windshield. Oh my gosh! Holy fuck! <laughs> I can tell that there's like relief in your voice because you're not dead. Well, I'll tell you, when I first said, oh my gosh, I thought that I might have been really hurt uh-huh. because the rear view mirror shot off and hit me in the shoulder. Oh, really? So I thought that something came through. And oh. I saw it. I saw it come off of his trailer and I was right. like, what am I going to do? Right. It's just snow. Yeah, I've, I've been hit by stuff like that before. Dude. I've never completely shattered. You got his license plate number. You should. Uh, should... I know he, he stopped. Oh, did he? I I pulled up next to him and tried to hand signal that ice came off, <laughs> and he just pulled over and he's like, "What are my lights out?" I'm like, "No, dude, big chunk of snow came off. Look at my windshield." Uh, and then uh, I got his insurance. I text him though. Here's the deal. Yeah. I text him. Said, "Hey, if you'd rather just pay my deductible for the windshield." It's like a hundred bucks, uh-huh. and then I won't report your insurance and screw you. You know what I mean? Like, right. And he said okay, uh, but he has yet to pay me. Yeah, he won't probably. So I have, his, I mean, I have his insurance. He's, so. a, he's a contractor. He's like a freaking. He, he he seemed nice on the road. Yeah, they all seem nice <laughs> on the road. But uh, he, uh, I mean, I have his insurance information though, because I got his license plate, and then eventually I I uh, got him to pull over. So. <laughs> That's a pretty funny video, huh? Yeah. But here's the crazy thing, though. You know what? We didn't even describe what happened here, did we? Uh, okay, you're, I'm... You're getting on the, the road here, and a giant, solid chunk of ice smashes your windshield. Right. Breaks it, which I... I that doesn't normally happen. Right. And if I might be able to find a picture of uh, after the fact here. Let's see. Um, I know I sent it to Danny. How much is it going to cost to replace the windshield? It was a hundred dollar deductible. I already got it fixed. Oh, nice. Yeah, mine was like four hundred dollars. Yeah, well, it depends on your insurance. Yeah, well, I might need to switch insurance. Uh, let's what? see here. What? Oh, oh, wow. Let That's me even flip this over. Get rid of this guy. 
So yeah, that's the that's the inside of the windshield. See, the mirror was right there. It hit me in the shoulder. Jeez. Here's the crazy thing. I was just leaving um, the vending machine, right? Uh -huh. Just stocked it. And my dash cam beeped at me. I just barely put it on two days before. Oh, really? Yeah, I've had it sitting in my other car. So it beeped at me, said, hey, memory's full. So mm -hmm. I pulled over and erased the memory, and it just started on my way. Stopped to get some gas, was getting on the freeway, and then that happened. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. This is great. Except for if you wouldn't have changed the memory, then you wouldn't have been behind that guy, and that wouldn't have <laughs> happened. So really, <laughs> or if be I did, because you pulled over this, and changed the memory, that sent something into motion. This is butterfly effect yeah. shit or sliding doors. Yeah. You ever see that movie? No. No, I thought about that. I already thought about I didn't actually didn't think about stopping. I thought about if I hadn't stopped to get gas, I wouldn't have been behind him. Yeah, but you know? the, 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 But I never would have thought It's a catch 22, you know. Do you want the the video footage more than you wanted the I did want the video. I think it was Basically you paid $100 for that video. Well, this guy's going to pay me one way or another. Either I'm going to call my insurance company and say... <laughs> or we're going to go take it out of his side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I no, it's definitely worth the footage. I never thought that a, a sheet of snow... It must have just hit I don't think it was snow. It must have... You know what happened it's is... It's icage. It, it probably... He, he didn't wipe it off the top, and it froze, and then it refroze, and then it melted, and it's actually a solid right. chunk of ice that came off. But it must have hit flat, you know? Like, look how much of the windshield's broken. Yeah, you know? that is pretty crazy. I've never. Okay, what if if it came in perpendicular? Would you think it would have stabbed through me? You know. I don't Here's the deal so. too. I was, you could feel right here, like you could feel it on the inside of the windshield, which normally doesn't happen. You usually can't feel it on the inside. You know what well, I mean? Well, it did. So it because the glass is it's it's supposed to be uh, shatterproof. It's, it's, supposed, te to it's just, tempered. Right. supposed to just collapse in, and that's what it started doing. So right. that's a pretty hard hit, dude. It <laughs> It's a hilarious video, man. I sent it to him, and he's like, I'm just glad you're okay. So we've been texting back and forth, and I did just text him now like, hey, haven't seen any money in my Venmo. You did guys you send like BFFs it? now? Or? No, because he's not paid me yet. Oh, so, but after that. I don't know. Maybe. We're going to have a beef. Though. Well, speaking of BFFs, Rush Limbaugh died. Oh. And uh, you need to play some happy music. Well, yeah. I mean, so I do have – you know, memories of riding in the car <laughs> with my dad listening to Rush Limbaugh. So. Do you? But he uh, he was a bad dude, especially near the end. Uh, uh, no, it was pretty well, much the whole time. yeah, I mean, I, I think... He has some quotes from the 70s that are pretty... He was mo more dangerous as of late. Sure. And I will say that when he, I found out he died, it was kind of the same emotion as when I found out that... Uh, Osama bitch. <laughs> is that is no, that weird? No, no, no. I don't I've always I've always had a problem with um the deification of the dead. Uh-huh. You know, the never speak ill of the dead. I've never understood that except for the fact they can't stand up for themselves, I guess. But sometimes people die and all of a sudden they become a saint to right, right. the people whose lives they were in and it's like, wait, well, let's let's not I know. Let's not let's not ruin the truth here. Like, Hannity Hannity was like, none of us would be here if it weren't for Rush Limbaugh. Like, damn. That's a really good so, reason to celebrate his yeah, death. Yeah, like, oh, no, so he, it's all his fault. He is, he was not a good person. No, 
He was incredibly divisive. He was racist. He was sexist. He was very mean. He made fun of people who died of AIDS. He read their names on the air. Do you think it was just a crazy character of his? I've wondered that about Hannity, and I do. I know that about Tucker because they testified to it in court. Um, but the reason I ask is because I have been watching through Family Guy recently, and he is actually in one full episode. It revolves around him. Actually, him, not someone. To, he's in it, and then he's in the Star Wars one, and another one, I think. Well, he he probably loves the celebrity. I know, but like the jokes that he was making would lead me to believe that maybe this is a character that he kind of plays, like a like a like a bad version of Colbert. <laughs> sure, no, it wouldn't surprise me. It reminds me of V for Vendetta, the dude mm-hmm. who did that. I I think these guys sometimes play characters, but it doesn't matter. It's just as dangerous. Yeah, Trump yeah, is yeah. a character. I'll say. You know what I mean? So, well, I think Trump is stupid, though. I, I don't know that Rush Limbaugh was that stupid. No, I. He just said, you know, dumb things. He said really wrong, rude, mean, egregious, <laughs> racist, sexist things. He was not a good person. Speaking of rude and egregious and and terrible. Hey, wait a things, second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let oh, me just go man, back. I had a good transition. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you can go. But I want to want to say something about if this was a character. He had cancer for the last year. Yeah, he could have stopped. He could have come clean. Okay, guys, I'm actually I'm, gra- I'm, I'm glad actually a huge donor to the Democratic <laughs> Party. I'm glad you uh, appreciated uh, my character I've played for the last 40 years. You know. <laughs> anyway, that's that's how he gets into heaven. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Rush is burning in hell. Oh. Um. Anyway, speaking of sex scandals and dirtiness, um, this is going to be a pretty lengthy transition here. <laughs> Robert Kraft, who owned the Patriots, mm. and Tom Brady used to be on the Patriots. But anyway, Tom Brady recently won the Super Bowl. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he won it for the seventh time. Yeah. Uh, which is the most any any player, I believe, has ever ever won I think a so. Super Bowl. Definitely any quarterback. Yeah. And that just got me to thinking, what the hell? Uh, because statistically, he is not the best quarterback. I mean, he's good. He's definitely great. But like, but I don't know that quarterbacking is what makes him so great. And well, I, I think he's a he's a good team leader. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard. But I got to thinking, this. Have you ever been? Like, what is something that you are are so confident about that you know you just, you know it's going to happen? Like you, it's 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 beyond confidence. Like using the secret. You remember the secret? Uh-uh. <laughs> you send things out into the universe, and they're oh. going to happen. You're asking me? Yeah. Like, is it you know like the sun rising? I mean, I know that at some point we'll have ten billion uh, listeners. Well, yeah. You know? Well. Super confident about that. But that's the thing, right? Is I think that Tom Brady has so much confidence that it's like a stupid level of confidence to the point where he's so confident and he just knows. It's like knowing – he knows he's going to win the Super Bowl and it's 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 the same as knowing the sun's going to rise. Yeah. Like you can't tell him otherwise. It's not like – because, you know, a lot of us have confidence – you know, I have confidence that I'm going to wake up tomorrow, but then you think in the back of your head, like, oh, I might not. I think, or, uh, but, he, but he, he just knows. Yeah, I think that I think I think we could describe a lot of people that way. 
Yeah? They just will it to happen? Yeah. I, Michael Jordan. So let's go down sports lists. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Um, uh, Roger Federer. Uh, Gretzky. Like these people who just knew. Right. You know, and they almost come across as nonchalant about it. Well. You know, behind the scenes, they're working their ass off. Right. Right. But but they, they make it just Tiger Woods. But, you know. I mean, I just. I think like the difference is well not not necessarily between but, but maybe the great people the great athletes you know you you hear a quarterback and they're like we are definitely going to win but in in your mind you're you're thinking does he really believe that right like does he fullheartedly is there any place in his mind where he thinks that they could lose I don't think Tom Brady literally doesn't have that like no, it's I just don't. not there he just knows yeah and I, like I said, I think there are a lot of people like that. And you can usually tell by the devastation when they do. That's true. You know? Tom gets pretty upset yeah. when he loses. I remember when um, when Roger Federer – I'm, hu- I'm, I'm not a giant tennis fan. I'm uh-huh. a giant Roger Federer fan. Uh-huh. I've tried to watch tennis lately. You know, congrats to Novak Djokovic. He just won the Australian Open. Yeah, but speaking of which, I got notifications from CNN at like 2 in the morning yeah. about this. The, and I'm like – The Novak one. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> Like, I, 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 what? But I remember, speaking of Novak, I, he was the person to first dethrone Roger. Roger was on a win streak uh-huh. that had never been seen before, right? And, in fact, Djokovic just beat one of Roger's records of most weeks at number one. Oh, really? Yeah. But I remember the first time Roger lost um, a major that he had won continuously was the Australian Open, and he lost it to Djokovic. Mm. And he was devastated. He was crying. He was bawling. He, you know what I mean. He even the crowd was. He was like, "This is so hard. I don't even know what to say." You know what I mean. It's true. That's and yeah. As he got older, he definitely became more wise to the fact that he might lose. And then he became all of a sudden, and not that he wasn't gracious in that moment, mm-hmm. but he became this super gracious loser. You right. know, I remember when he had won Wimbledon five times in a row, uh-huh. and he lost the sixth, and he was still so gracious, so smiling. But it was all those matches before when he was younger. That he clearly just knew, like, no one, no one's gonna beat me. That's so weird, right? Yeah. I, I can't imagine how. I I realized, so I'm not a competitive person at all, and I realized that probably one of the biggest reasons I'm not competitive is because throughout my life I've conditioned myself to lose. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's so, the imposter like, syndrome. I I just naturally expect to lose. I naturally expect things to go wrong for me. And as a result, things seem to go wrong for me. <laughs> yes, and it's a I just prophecy. I can't imagine having having that kind of of confidence. You know, the the kind of confidence to just walk up to anyone and be like, "Hey, so are we gonna get married?" Or right. and just know that <laughs> you know, or or, mean, or or whatever. There's something to be said about the defense mechanism of expecting the worst. Right. But there's also something to be said of expecting the worst becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Right. right. The, I think that every sports, great sports, or great athlete will tell you it's about short-term memory. Mm-hmm. You forget the losses very quickly. You know, you don't, uh, Tiger will forget that bad putt on the last hole. Will he forget the still rod in his leg? Dude. <laughs> oh, man, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's certainly something to be said for, a, you know, a controlled amount of confidence and arrogance. This, like, Barack Obama was like that. You know what I mean? He just had this vibe that he knows he's, he he's going to win. Well, he, 
you I know. Knew. I think most people did. Yeah, but I mean, it, it like we're coming out of W. Like, yeah, he had he had bad approval, and we, you know, we had a, a war, <laughs> but nine <laughs> eleven, yeah, housing crisis. <laughs> but it's not like he had a, a poor candidate that he was running against. You know, John Kerry, like. Oh yeah, I don't know. Or uh, not, sorry, not John uh, Kerry. Um, Bob Dole. No, no. no. Are we talking about Barack Obama's first? <sighs> yeah, um, it's John McCain. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, this is John McCain. It wasn't like that's a powerful man. Yeah, you know. So, but he had that. He had that confidence that that you're talking about. Just like, well, I'm not gonna. I'm just, not gonna lose. I can't imagine because even when I, even when I say, you know, and even mean something that i'm confident about there's still a voice in the back of my head right. that's like maybe not I, and i'm not saying it's really that that admirable of a trait it may not be you know i, I don't i don't necessarily think it's that great of a trait you, and you compare him to other great people you compare him to lincoln mm-hmm. who lost over and over and over again right and he still wanted to serve he still thought that he would be good at it right you know so i yeah i so who's to be more admired, the person that's, that has stupid levels of confidence or the person that keeps trying no matter how many times they get knocked down? Well, that's an easy question. It's the person who keeps trying. Right. Absolutely. 100%. You know? Hmm. That, and that's, that's, that's something to be said about Tiger, right. speaking of. You know, coming back from that crazy sex scandal. <laughs> crazy. You know? And becoming the best again. Five back surgeries. And then having... You know, a fit of rage and rolling your car off a mountain. Yeah, who knows what really happened there? They're all saying that there's no substances, and I'm just like, I don't. Did they say that? Yeah, they've already said Mm. that it was he was they did a talk extracted or something, and I'm just like, I don't believe. I actually saw a TikTok of a woman who lived there. She lived on. She uses that road every day. Uh huh. And there's like a there's a break in the island Mm -hmm. in the center median that for people to turn left, Mm. and she thinks that somebody hit him. Oh. And it just drove off, and it kind of spun him out. But who knows? We'll see. It was his ex-wife. <laughs> it was the coming back for revenge. What if it was a, an, a, like a sliced golf ball from a nearby golf course? <laughs> <laughs> it just would have been too, too ironic. <laughs> anyway. That's all I have. All right. Well, I guess that's it, man. You know, good episode. It's good good episode to be back. all around. You know, high five. Uh, where the heck is my end show? Music? I actually had D- Jake Vockler text me. He's like, I, "Where are you guys? Where did you guys go? Really? You disappeared." So. Well, uh, it has been like a month. And the I plays mean, reflect it. People were going back and listening to old episodes. <laughs> really? Yeah. So we're we're people, back. People are listening. <laughs> yeah, they are, and we need more. Please. Please tell your friends. Like, is it that much to ask? Yeah, I. It's yeah. not that much to ask and to tell people. And listen to Reject to Takeoff too. Our numbers and ladder, like, exceptionally low. We already know that we're, if your favorite, if not one of your favorite podcasts. Why would you not tell your friends? Maybe they're they don't want to be associated with us. That that could be. They're like, I I like them, but I don't want to endorse fat people. Well, they just. <laughs> <laughs> just write the podcast name down on a piece of paper and just leave it on tables randomly. You know, it's just anything. Come on. I'm we sorry. I'm not trying to we be. Do that. I'm not coming down on you. No, it's fine. I'm it's not going down on you. <laughs> one or the other. Anyway, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. It's the Art Take Podcast, episode 107. I'm Brian. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs>
See you next time. <laughs>